Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Great News. It's Kevin Ryder and Mike Catherwood. Oh, yeah. Only positive stories is what you get here. Nothing but uplifting news. Nothing to bring you down. Sometimes embarrassing. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes on the line. Okay. But, but embarrassing. Not, not depressing. Uplifting. Yes. Not embarrassing. I, I, I feel bad about myself. Right. Right. Okay. Do we have that settled? <clears throat> Intro. Nice. The show's about to begin, bro. We'll put our balls on your chin, bro. <laughs> no, you left that line out. Okay. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues, because Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thanks. Uh, Georgetown is launching a bachelor's degree program at a Maryland prison. What? A lot of times you see people go to prison and they're just out of sight, out of mind. When they come back into society, dear God, I hope they behave, but who knows. This is an actual program that Georgetown is using to allow people to study from a Maryland prison and get a bachelor's degree. And by the way, not some rinky-dink university. Right. I mean, Georgetown's an excellent, excellent university. Check out this uh, video. That's a different, it's a different prison. For some reason, they're doing the thriller dance. I'm not. Can you imagine being in jail and somebody going, "Let's go do the thriller dance"? No, I can't. <laughs> it's so bizarre. I think it's in the Philippines. It's no way it's America. I want to say. Darn sure. <laughs> okay, let's show the video of the George Dude. Okay, that's it. It's a different prison, but it's just another. Michael Jackson dance. Do you remember when DJ Omar Khan and I went to the Thriller dance? Yes. Ruined their... <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, so now the seriously, video. Georgetown. Georgetown allowing students in a Maryland prison to get a degree. Dude. By the way, Ben? Right. All that's, like... that's my question. You got Thriller, you got Billie Jean. Beat it, PYT, black or white. Look at them, they're just all, their heads are bowed because they're embarrassed. They don't really care about us, good. Can you imagine being in a prison and somebody going, let's go dance to Ben? I'd be like, can I get out sooner? Do I get time off yeah, my sentence? I mean, because I'm not doing it just because. Look at them, they're their arm on each other's arm. Awesome. All right, I think maybe that's Oh, here it is. Georgetown University launching a new degree program for incarcerated students. Students will earn a Bachelor of Liberal Arts through the Prison Scholar Program. And you're right, it's not a lame school. Classes will be taught by Georgetown faculty at an institution in Maryland. Offered for credit and non-credit courses at the D.C. jail since 2018. Allow Georgetown to offer a degree to incarcerated students for the first time. Prepare them for professional success and leadership. 
bringing these higher education opportunities inside not only liberates one mentally, but of equal importance is its transformative powers, which in turn is causing a mental shift, which I believe leads to a cultural shift. chance to I, get a degree while in prison i um i think about plus those guys dance to ben you fuck that prison you think about good this maryland prison good yes ben prison fuck you <laughs> um i think about incarcerated people a lot and i think about like the idea of like look I, i'm not trying to get overly precious or woke commit a crime you should you should do the time, you know, like, like the old saying. You, there has to be some rule of punishment and, and understanding of law and order. But at the same time, like, to just house people yeah. without any effort to kind of, for, for willing redemption, if you want to change your life, like, it just seems like it, it, it's kind of, it's, not, it's perpetuating kind of a, a, a negative trend. I agree. Um, so, so good it's, on Georgetown. It's beautiful, it's beautiful to see that. Um, this story is not as meaningful, okay. but I guarantee you will be happy. All right. That's all we want. I love busting chops and playing pranks. It's a little bit weird when it's to children because their, their brain is a little more fragile. Right. They may not be able to deal with it. Right. But this prank is so funny. That I had to bring it in because this is great news. I don't care what you say. Kevin, watch this kid prank. Okay, ready? Put your finger out. Come here. Put your finger in here. Let me t let's see if you could figure it out. Put your finger, middle fi this finger out. Yeah, All right? Try to, try try to, to figure what that is. I don't know. Pull it out. So, for those of you listening on, they took a, like, it looks like a tomato or some type of fruit, soft fruit, and they covered it in, in brown pudding or something, you know, brown poo-like. And she puts her finger in, she's blindfolded, she puts her finger in, and then they, they quickly change out the, the fruit with a dog's butthole. And she thinks that she has stuck her finger. This is why kids learn to not trust adults yeah. right here. Yeah. <laughs> why would they do that to her? <laughs> <laughs> You're okay, terrible. Right? Put humans. your finger out. Come here. Put your finger. That's in a here. little Let hardcore. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know if I'd do that to Mike. Like, I, I would feel bad. No, but going. you'll watch somebody else do it. To yes. Yes. All day. Yes. <laughs> I got you. Yes, I would. <laughs> and that is why I brought that to you. <laughs> that is truly great news. Thank you. I think. Uh, in Edmond, Oklahoma, students and staff at a elementary school celebrated their cafeteria manager, Ms. Yanez Lopez, because Yanez she... Garcia? Yanez Lopez. <laughs> uh, very, very not. Yanez Garcia? Correct. <laughs> Can you... There's, there's no school employee ever. No. That, she, she shouldn't be allowed to work with Right, but let's not children. talk about that because that ruins this story. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Okay. So she passed her test to become a U.S. citizen. Okay. And all of the kids in school celebrated her. That's amazing. Check this out. 
It's lunchtime at Prairie Vale Elementary. Cafeteria manager Yannette Viamontes Lopez and her team preparing chicken nuggets for these little ones. An immigrant from Cuba, Yannette moving from Houston a few years ago with her family for better job opportunities. When I was a child, I had a dream, like say Martin Luther King, <laughs> right? My dream was come here to this great country. One dream fulfilled Monday. Yannette passing her test to become a U.S. citizen. The children lining the hallways to celebrate her big accomplishment. All the students give me hugs. Uh, United USA was exciting. I was crying like a baby, and the teacher were crying. Yannette, not the only one passing the test, but her whole family, including her husband and three children, ages 17 to 28. I know everything about the United States, Constitution, President, everything. It's amazing. I know. I learned a lot of history because I love this country. She is just a joy to have on my staff. Principal Michelle Anderson says watching these kids cheer for the woman who cares so much about them brought tears to her eyes. I was crying, she was crying, all the teachers were crying, and we were just so proud of her. And I think it means more to us than anyone because she's our, part of our family. Yannette encouraging everyone to go after their dream, no matter how hard it may be. At Prairie Vale Elementary in Edmond, Petrina Adger. How excited was she? That's a beautiful story, man. And her whole family. Yeah. Imagine being like you're one of the three kids. And you fail the test. Dude, and everybody else in the family has become a That's citizen. That's a totally good point. <laughs> I took the test. Have you taken the test to be a U.S. citizen? No, but you know what I did for, for Kevin and Bean many years ago? I took, I went around asking That's people right, on the street. And uh, it's pretty shocking how little some people know. Some of them are super easy. Who's in charge of the executive branch type of questions? Right, right. Uh, what are the uh, three the branches? Yes. Uh, and then, you know, who was the first president? That, but then there's some. there were some tough ones. I, I mean, got, I think, 47 out of 50. But you know what they, you know what they demand? Hmm. 60%. I mean, you got to get that 60%, man. What? Oh, yeah, that's... She could get 2%. <laughs> if she gets 2%, government should be like, yes, Dual citizenship, whatever you want. This is a uh, weather woman in Mexico. She does Do the weather in Mexico. Do you understand that that's, that's how they give you the weather? Mexico has it figured out. Oh, they totally do. Have you ever even... She doesn't even have to take the test. Have you ever even gone to just like a, a Mexican part of town here in L.A.? Look at the mannequins. In the stores, in comparison to like you go to like the Gap or something, it's always like these like you know plain kind of looking. Right. The the mannequins all look like Yannette. They're like, look, no, let's not bullshit each other. We know what you want. Here we go. Let's go. Let's go to town. All right. Um, you thrown off? Yeah. Well, okay. No, but this this one's it's short but sweet. Um. There's just not enough. I mean, I, I'm sure we're beating a, a dead horse uh, for those of you who watch a lot of great news. Um, but there's just not enough to be said about the, the sacrifice that um, American uh, veterans make and, and uh, soldiers. Um, when men develop a bond in warfare, I, I think it, there's probably nothing that can compare to that. So when they get separated after that, 
after serving, um, it's really remarkable to see when they get reunited. And that's the uh, that's the basis of this next clip. Check it out. I follow you into the park, through the jungle, through the dark. Girl, I never love one like you. Wow. And that one's awfully visual, so if you are listening uh, audio only, I do recommend you check it out. But, you know, it's just, uh, it's really meaningful to see, uh, you know, not to get too too heady about it, but to see, like, straight guys express that kind of affection for another guy. It's I think it has to be really difficult to be a vet and not know other vets yeah no because you have so many things in your head that nobody can relate to until you meet that guy that was there too and all of a sudden like oh this is a person i can connect to yeah and so many um veterans need mental health uh care and and assistance and they a lot of them that i've uh, i've had a chance to talk to they make the point that like they don't want to talk to anyone who doesn't have their experience and that makes complete sense to me yeah i I totally get that um but uh, I thought that that was just short, like I said, short and sweet. In New York City, uh, hugging, of course, has not been allowed during the pandemic. A Long Island kindergarten teacher had a lot of problems. She, of course, had COVID. Uh, she was isolated because of COVID. She also had cancer, breast cancer. Jeez, so, that, I, I'm not a doctor, Kevin. I don't think that's a good combo. No. And she, while she was having chemo, Talk class. Dude. And a five-year-old said, I want to give her a hug. Why can't I give her a hug? And they said, well, it's a thing with the pandemic and everything else. And so they figured out a way. They call it a hugging machine from this five-year-old. Shut your mouth. Here we go. When hugging isn't allowed during the pandemic, what do you do? A Long Island kindergartner and his teacher came up with an extraordinary way to connect. CBS 2's Jennifer McLogan introduces us to this five-year-old from Aquabog. We made a hugging machine, so now she can hug anyone in the world. Five-year-old Avery Green and his parents, Kathy and Al, healthcare workers, did something unexpected. I've been really isolated, not just because of COVID, but because of the cancer. Breast cancer stage four, unable to be with her Aquabog students in person. Carrie Stromsky is teaching kindergarten remotely while going through chemo and radiation. And it was hard because the parents, they, they all know, I'm very honest with my families, and they all had to say, no, 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 you can't hug Mrs. Stromsky. We just wanted to keep Carrie safe because she's, she's sick. She kept saying that she missed hugging her babies. So we just wanted to make something so she could have a way. We made it out of a shower curtain and we cut holes. Then you start hugging. So when Avery (laughs) showed up with the the hug machine. (laughs) The surprise bringing smiles amid tears. A touching moment, something 
so small, but it went a long way. How does that feel to hug hug your teacher? Yeah. yeah, one of the biggest things of being a kindergarten teacher is the hugs. Mrs. Stravsky has overcome every obstacle in her way, and she's done it all for the students. Carrie is doing all she can to keep the magic alive. Her next plan is for a hug parade featuring all her students and parents. Hug parade. She decided everyone could come and get hugs. Yes, well, I told them I would do a hug parade when I'm a little bit better. <laughs> Embracing, bringing healing in Aquabog. I'm Jennifer McLogan, CBS 2 News. Yes, Beautiful I know. Story. Beautiful story. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yes. That kid. Yeah. Super sweet. Yes. That little boy. Right. But also, that was like six-year-old me, or that was like six-year-old Lenny Dykstra. Like that, he was like, "How did it feel to hug your teacher?" Yeah, good. I didn't like the way he said good. Good. Uh, he's a hug parade. <laughs> yeah. I didn't love that either. Yeah. No, don't put that on him. He's I'm five. A hotel room five. with my teacher. It's five. I know. But that was beautiful. You know what that reminded me of? Do you remember? I know this is a very timely reference. Remember the Naked Gun yes. when when they bang and they put on the body condoms. <laughs> But That's I like a very the, different thing. I like the hug machine, man. Yeah. Um, in England, the, we both, I don't know if you know this, Kevin. America. America. England. England. Both speak English. Right. In both countries. In both countries. Right. They say things different, though. Right. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. I think we have winners, and this side of the, of the pond, and some, some of the stuff over there, they say, That's a winner. Okay. Okay. The, the, uh, 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 let me think of a good one. One, one what we just win. happened. One that we win. Oh, uh, a bathroom is better than water closet. Yeah, agreed. Fuck water closet. Okay, we win. But they call postmen posties. That's better. Posties. Yes. Is that better for the postman? I don't. It just sounds better. It's like posties. Oh, waiting on me postie. It's going to be delivering the package today. I, I like Posty and also uh, cotton candy. Yeah. We, 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 we don't do well because they have fairy fluff. That's better. What do they call cigarettes? Hmm. It's <laughs> a good one. It's, good. <laughs> it's one of the funniest things you've ever said. Um, also, I, we win, uh, they win with icy pole. That's what they call popsicles. Icy oh, I pole. like that. Icy pole is better. I like that. Right. So check this out. Their posties started to, out of their own kindness of their own heart, no initiative, they decided they needed to act as guardian angels for the elderly during this time of need. Check it out. It's a great relief to know that I have a guardian angel who, who's looking out for me. That mail, our next call is we're going to go and see Angela, who lives in a block of flats, and she's one of our regular call and checks. Coming! Okay. Hello, my darling. How, How are you doing? What is call and check? 
It's a way of making sure that um, perhaps vulnerable people, people who feel lonely, just have somebody friendly who's going to knock on their door, make sure they're okay, and just ask them a few questions. And you'll get your medicine, you get it on repeat. I do, yes, yeah? thank Excellent. you. We have a saying that we're, we're not carers, but we care. I don't want our posties to be carers. I hold want up, them to be an up, extra pair up. of eyes. Hold up, can you get the camera closer? Why are Seriously, they doing that? like, are they doing, is, is this a, one of those acne commercials where they take Adam Levine's skin? It's like, look at the before and the after. The first thing you saw was the old woman's eyeball who was getting help. She's like, it's good to have a guardian angel. And every single person that they've shown on here, they have the extreme close-up. That this is, is a person. Is that an old man's face? Parmesan Reggiano or the lunar surface. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Just to keep an eye on people. Oh, well, anything that, that, that you're worried about or need or anything like that? <laughs> New pair of knees would do. <laughs> we won't They're talk about that. They? Yes, they are. There is a, a rapidly aging demographic. Over the next 30 years, the over 65s are going to double. And the only way that health can afford to support them is by supporting them in their own home. The last service that has the infrastructure to visit every home every day is the postal service. Wow. Well, pretty amazing, right? That's As well, really it's just they call now on a Thursday. It's a comforting thought to know that someone is going to look in. Because the, the postman will see them regularly, like anybody else, he can make a judgment that, you know, she's not looking well. If he's, if he's concerned, he will make a note of it and we will pass that message on. We'll write that on our form that this person has got this particular problem. It comes back here, Joe gets onto it and he'll be in touch with the charity that, that can help. We have the lady in your parish who's on our call and check system and I posted called on her today and she's finding real difficulty to, to collect her groceries. I wonder whether somebody from your community group could call and see her and organise it. We don't solve the problem. What we do is highlight it. So our job is to connect. Wow. Costs about seven dollars and fifty cents in the United States. That's incredible. It's just—it's it, like they're going to people's homes anyway, I right? Think. It's like a little kid would solve a problem that yes. way. It would be like, well, you know, a uh, postman show up every day anyway so Shut why up, we kid do, and you'd be like well there's a lot of legal there's a lot of bureaucratic red tape that you can't just it's not that easy but it, 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 it is just, that easy. i mean people thinking and um god bless these these posties for having the the desire to follow through with it and be that caring and not just how you doing fine okay i gotta yeah. go he asked her like three four questions yeah you got you're gonna be able to get your medicine yeah right. all right there you go I told you I had That's a, great news. an actual great news story. <laughs> <clears throat> Subscribe, download, tell your friends, comment <clears throat> that. <clears throat> <clears throat> Outro! <laughs> I didn't need to see it. My boner... All right. My boner... We were close. ...knew it. You understand? Like, like I didn't look. You didn't look. That's true. My, I sensed it, brah. Outro... <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, bro. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Kevin and Mike just gave you all the great news. Ah. <laughs> Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice.